Hey, good morning. It is uh, seven minutes after nine o'clock and uh, ADHD in the news. We'll give you the uh, information. There's a doctor, uh, a research associate, uh, natural language uh, processing lab. Uh, he is uh, a Ph.D. from Hebrew University, and he says ADHD and the medicine we're proposing and, and offering these kids, Ritalin, etc., bad idea. We'll talk about that, but I want to kick the program off talking about Atlanta's cop city. And I'm hoping some of my libertarian friends can talk me out of this because I'm I'm at a point where I think Antifa has declared war on the United States. Antifa has sent people from all over the country down to Atlanta's cop city where they're going to build this you know structure so they could train the cops, etc. Uh, to wreak havoc, uh, they're they're firebombing, they're rioting. And it seems to me they're declaring war. Antifa has declared war. And I think we should declare war on them. Uh, maybe I'm, you know, just, it's just a violent reaction, but I, you know, these, they got a bunch of these clowns under arrest. They're in jail, and there's a group trying to raise money to bail every one of them out. I don't think they should have any bail. I think they should be held without bond. I think these people are a threat to society, and they ought to pay the price for their for their violence. Uh, I'm I'm just I've had it with these idiots. They're flipping morons, and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be saying flipping if I weren't on the radio with you right now. That's how angry I am about all this stupidity. A suspected Antifa activist charged with domestic terrorism over riots in Atlanta is an attorney for the hard-left Southern Poverty Law Center. One of 23 people detained after violent clashes between police and protesters at the construction site for the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center. You'd think they would want law enforcement to have more training, but apparently they don't. Others include serial protesters, a former school teacher, and a young dancer who recently turned to activism. Molotov cocktails were used to attack police and destroy construction equipment and machinery during the riots on Sunday. Activists have spent months staging demonstrations against the police facility, which they dubbed Cop City. Why would you, I would, you know, the, the whole point of throwing somebody behind bars is to protect society. These people are a threat to society. They're throwing Molotov cocktails, uh, potentially deadly. This is, this is attempted murder. Why are we treating them like they're shoplifters? So I'm, I'm literally, I'm thinking these people are violent and they've declared war. We ought to be declaring war on them. If they want to throw Molotov cocktails and shoot at the police, they ought to be, law enforcement ought to storm in there and shoot at anybody that threatens them. I don't know, maybe I'm overreacting. Brian, am I overreacting? Gary, I'm telling you, mostly these are peaceful protests that are happening in Atlanta. The the brick throwing, those uh -huh. are peaceful bricks. Okay? Those are pieces of... And the Molotov cocktails, you know, these are just a few individuals that... 
you know, they are bad apples and they don't belong there in the first place. But I don't know why you're trying to characterize this as a uh, violent event because it is exactly the opposite. There. I'm looking at this list of 23 Antifa uh, terrorists and two of them out of 23 are from Georgia. The rest of these morons, Massachusetts, Louisiana, Indiana, Colorado, um, a lot out of Massachusetts, Utah, one clown from France, really? <laughs> Virginia, North Carolina, Arizona, New York, Connecticut, Wisconsin, Florida, Maine, another clown from Canada, Tennessee, and New York, too. Who have any, you know, any relationship to this facility at all uh, because they're from Georgia. And the rest all shipped in from out of state and out of the country. It's just insane to me. Will these individuals be prosecuted like those that uh, did the, quote, insurrection on January the 6th? Oh, I doubt it. I mean, I, I can't say for sure, but I doubt it. But this is this is a group of leftists that have declared war on the United States. And what do you do when you go to war? You fight. Uh, you know, I, I think the law enforcement are, are trying to be nice and, and politically correct and stay out of harm's way with regard to the media, etc. I think they ought to go in there and just... Do what they have to. And if it requires violence, do it. Send them a damn message. If you don't like what's going on, get your people elected. But this is just outrageous. And, and I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, overreacting, but it, it is it really makes me crazy. That they're getting away with this, they're gonna they're gonna raise money to post bail. These people shouldn't be released. They're a threat. I don't know. Crazy. I guess I'm. I don't know. Let me go to the phones. Eight seven four ninety three ninety. If you're not in Columbia, not local, it's eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. Or you can go to GaryNolan.com. You can send me a message. It'll pop up here in studio. And uh, you won't have to worry about uh, cookies, advertising, uh, signing up, um, being a member, etc. It's an easy way to communicate. Uh, let me go to Steve first. Steve, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, these guys are all domestic terrorists. They should not get any bail. Look at the January 6th people. They're sitting in jail two years later, and they didn't do near as much destruction as what these characters did down there in, in Atlanta. Yeah, who did, you, who did the I'm January 6th people... What's that? Who did the January 6th people uh, uh, throw firebombs at and, and Molotov cocktails and uh, pull gun? Nobody. But I was watching Tucker Carlson last night. They're still going with this. There was five policemen killed. They're yeah, still going with that crap. That's Bravo, but Sierra. I bet you your bottom dollar that George Soros is funding all these people, just like he's funding all these DAs 
who aren't enforcing the laws. He wants chaos in this country, and he, he he's doing everything he can to disrupt our society. Well, I know he's behind a lot of evil doing it. I don't know if he's really behind this or not, but this needs to end. These well, people... Where do they get their money for traveling? Like you said, one guy's from France. Yeah, how the I hell mean, does that happen? Yeah, and the, these people don't work. Imagine some some progressive sitting at the Louvre looking at some piece of art and going, you know, I think I'll go to Georgia and throw Molotov cocktails at the police. That's just incredible. All right, Steve, thank you for the call, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Nick, good morning. How? Oh, but let me try this again. Nick, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Oh, I'm fine. Uh, I just, your language of go uh, send them a message, I don't think that's strong enough. When you say declare war, I don't think that's sending a message. They just need to fight them. How? And like you say, declare declare war on them. I mean, uh, with force, uh, just like you fight a war. Like you say, it's a war. They declared a war on us. We need to do more than just send them a message. Well, I think you send them a message by declaring war on them. Uh, okay. And, I, and I'm just sick and tired of all the crap from these from these people who don't even live there. And they don't even live there. I would lock them up and throw away the key. All right. Nick, thanks, buddy. Appreciate the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. 874-9390-800-529-5572 or GaryNolan.com. Send me a message. We got uh, a whole bunch more to talk about, including ADHD. Jennifer Bukowski, she'll be with us a little over an hour from now at 1030. And uh, we'll talk about uh, the January 6th deal, the video released by Tucker Carlson, among other things. On the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It's 20 minutes after 9 o'clock. Uh, ADHD in the news. We'll talk about that uh, in a little while. Probably uh, another uh, 15 minutes or so uh, before we get to that. But I want to talk a little bit more about what's going on in Atlanta. Where they're, and this is... Uh, what is this? Really? Did we book that? No, I guess not. Uh, all right, I'm sorry, I got distracted by the phone screener. Um, we've got um, people from all over the, the world, literally, France and Canada, uh, all over the country. Only a few, only a couple of people that I saw got arrested in Atlanta where they were building this law enforcement training center. And they're protesting and they're throwing rocks and Molotov cocktails uh, one guy got shot uh, a couple of weeks ago. He pulled a gun on the on the police. And I'm thinking they've declared war on the United States. They've declared a war. We need to fight this. And it occurs to me that what they should do is they should arrest as many of them as they can for trespassing and then get warrants to find out how they're getting money, where they're getting their money from so that they can go out and arrest whoever it is that's funding this because they're as guilty as the idiots that are out there protesting. And if that leads to somebody like Soros, that's fine. Arrest the SOB. But let's start fighting fire with fire here. Let's give the you know police the, the ability to defend themselves 
and to, to, and to keep these people locked up. Uh, Brent sent me a message. Can't shoot uh, at them, Gary. Several likely FBI enablers. I don't know about that. I really don't think that's something the FBI would do. I wouldn't put it past anybody in the government, but it, it doesn't strike me as something they would do. And where do you sign up to join Antifa? They don't like me as intelligent enough. Uh, they don't strike me as intelligent enough to keep escaping justice without assistance. Find out where that assistance is. Mark says, Gary, those international folks should be charged as international terrorists. And if convicted, should be sentenced to Guantanamo Bay like everyone else who commits acts against the United States. How else do you send a message of don't come here and do these things? Uh, Justin, good morning, Gary. I agree with you on the Atlanta terrorist attacks 100%. Uh, Gary, I'm a libertarian and totally on board with your assessment of these anarcho-communists. Yes, I realize that term is oxymoronic. Uh, they're fascists. Uh, they're so damn stupid. Their ridiculous demands and things these Bolsheviks require means you must set up a powerful central authority and police state to implement their plans. As much as I don't want our federal government involved with my life, a couple of things the federal government is supposed to do continually is defend citizens, civil liberties, and protect property rights. Take some raid to these cockroaches. Richard, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I just wanted to say, you know, from what I understand, a training center is more for just the cops. It's for firefighters, first responders, and all that. Yeah. And I think what they ought to do for a little firefighting training, they ought to just get the old fire trucks out like they used back in the old days, and they they hose them down with them hoses and slide them across that field there about 50, 60 yards, they probably wouldn't want to get up to hurry and throw any more rocks. But <laughs> they used to training anyway. They, they did used to do that a lot. I don't think they do yeah. that anymore, but oh, uh, I, think, I, think you, I think you arrest them, then you get a warrant to find out where they're getting their money from, you search their emails, the cloud, you search everything, their bank accounts, find out where the money is coming from, then you go after who's providing the money. I agree. All right, Richard, thank you. Glad to have you yep. on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Bill, good morning, Gary. How do you deal with Antifa? Take a page from former Chicago Mayor Richard Daly. Oh, that's not going to be pretty. Um, that's the, you remember the Chicago 7? I'll bet that's what, what this is about. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just, I think there has to be a way that we can uh, that we can fight this because these people have declared war on us and i'm normally not really crazy about uh, police uh, violence but i just think this is ridiculous that they keep doing this it really is ridiculous all right 8749390 toll free 800 529-5572. If you want in or go to GaryNolan.com, send me a message. Jennifer Bukowski is going to be with us about an hour from now. And that's when we'll go over the details of the uh, video from January 6th that Tucker Carlson released. I watched those videos and I was like, this doesn't seem like the same. There's something completely amiss with what I've been seeing in the mainstream media. You'll want to pay attention to that because it gives you an idea 
of just what that coalition of government and left-leaning media can do to a country. Kansas man representing himself in the Capitol riot wants the feds to turn over some sensitive documents. Uh, she also uh, uh, wants to talk about the Southern Poverty Law Center attorney charged with terrorism in this Atlanta riot. I'll be curious. That's just the tip of the iceberg. She also wants to talk about Acacia Cortez, who apparently is going to have some problems uh, with her uh, finances uh, based on that tax the rich dress event. Uh, let me uh, let me do this. I'll get Jim on the line. Jim, good morning. How are you? Hi, just a very quick thought. I think the most effective way to deal with Antifa is to use the FBI for something other than uh, persecuting political opponents of the Democrat Party. Use the FBI? Yeah, well. Yeah, uh, let them do their job for a change. Well, they're, they are kind of busy looking after parents who disagree with school boards, so I'm well, not sure if they've they, got the manpower. Well, if they can't do their job, just defund them a little and they'll find the manpower. Okay. Jim, thank you for the call, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. All right, Dr. Yakov Ofer, a research associate at the Natural Language Processing Lab uh, of the Technion, uh, an Israeli Institute of Technology, licensed clinical psychologist with a specific expertise in child therapy, parent training, and family interventions, Ph.D. from Hebrew University of Jerusalem. Um, he has written a piece about ADHD. He says, are we medicating millions of ADHD children without scientific justification? Apparently, when they're talking about, you know, giving your kid Ritalin, they're acting like uh, here's a crutch for a broken leg or glasses for bad vision poor vision, but it's not. He doesn't like those analogies, and he thinks there's no scientific proof of ADHD. And I, I, you know, I've gone back and forth on this a little bit, but I generally think the whole idea of ADHD is nonsense. Uh, I, I think... Uh, Especially with boys, because they're the ones uh, that are uh, diagnosed with this most often. But boys are rambunctious. It, it, it's normal for boys to, I mean, they've got all this energy. They, they I don't know, I, I, I just don't buy this. Although stimulants, as suggested by their name, are frequently abused for stimulating potentially addictive sensations of high energy, euphoria, and potency, they are often compared to harmless medical aids like eyeglasses and walking crutches. Numerous studies, we are told, support their efficacy and safety. And evidence-based medicine dictates these substances will be administered to children with ADHD as the first-line treatment. I think that it's mostly a discipline problem. I think it's mostly teachers who don't want to deal with boys who are saying, you know, bring in the parents, let's get them some ADHD uh, medicine. More details coming up in the next segment. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network.
This is the Gary Nolan Show. 9.35 at 10.35, Jennifer Bukowski is going to be on board. We're going to take apart those videos that were shown uh, on Tucker Carlson's show yesterday uh, for the January 6th riots. I was stunned when I saw the rest of those videos. Like, you know, why didn't this get shown? Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that. Among other things with Jennifer, you'll want to be on for that. That's uh, 10.35. In the meantime, ADHD uh, is what we're talking about. This researcher, clinical researcher, Ph.D., says that it, it what we're doing to these kids is wrong. Uh, this should not be first-line treatment to give them Ritalin, uh, a drug that uh, breaks through the, uh, the brain-blood barrier and is affecting their minds. He says there is one huge problem. ADHD is currently the most common childhood disorder in Western-oriented countries. Its ever-increasing rates are now skyrocketing. The documented prevalence of ADHD is not about 3% like it used to be when it was first introduced in 1980. In 2014, a survey by the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention revealed that over 20% of 12-year-old boys were diagnosed with this quote-unquote lifelong condition. We're hammering these kids with these drugs, and it's just a behavioral problem. It, you, it, it, it's boys. Boys act out. Boys have all this energy. They're, um, it's, it's just the way boys are when they're young. And I think that this guy is right. I think we're just putting them on uh, Adderall and Ritalin and all these other drugs... And we shouldn't be. I, these teachers, I think they get frustrated. They don't want to deal with these kids. And they drug them. What if the scientific consensus is wrong? What if the medications for ADHD are not as effective and as safe as we're told? He goes on to say, after all, stimulant medications are powerful psychoactive substances. They're prohibited to use without medical prescriptions under federal drug laws. Like all psychoactive drugs which affect the central nervous system, stimulant medications are designed to penetrate the blood-brain barrier. The specialized tissue, the blood vessels, uh, and blood vessels that normally prevent harmful substances from reaching the brain. In this way, Stimulant medications are essentially impacting the biochemical process of the brain, that miraculous organ that makes us who we are. I think this is, this is a real good evaluation. He's written a book about this, by the way. I should probably try to get him on the program. Even without considering the specific criticism about the validity of ADHD, the very comparison between organic bodily conditions, which are typically measured through objective tools, and amorphic psychiatric labels that rely exclusively on subjective assessments of behavior is inappropriate and misleading. I think this guy is right. 874-9390-800-529-5572. Uh, James is on the line on ADHD. James, welcome. How are you? Uh, James, I'm not hearing you. 
Are you there? I'm doing, I'm doing very well. I trust you the same. I I am. Um, James, James, either call back or get a landline because we're getting just fractions of your words, not not even an entire word. Okay. Hopefully you could hear that. Uh, we'll let you. You can call back. We'll let you in, but you got to get a better line. Uh, Gary and Antifa. Why don't we call it what it is? Antifa is. Democrat Party modern day clan. Yeah. Uh, 874-9390, toll free, 800-529-5572. Sandy says, I totally agree with you that ADHD is more of a discipline problem. Before Dr. Spock and uh, they took punishment out of schools, kids were spanked in schools. Teachers are not allowed to do anything. The liberals started all of this stuff back then. It, 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 this guy has done quite a bit of research on this, and he makes some pretty good points. Uh, he talks about, uh, you know, getting these kids hooked on these uh, drugs that you normally wouldn't just let anybody take it. If they were, if it was the same as a crutch or a pair of glasses, why would you need a prescription? He makes sense to me. He's written a book. It's called ADHD is not an illness and Ritalin is not a cure. His name is Dr. Yakov Ofer. And uh, he's got the credentials. To the phones we go. Jeffrey, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Yeah, man. So... As you're talking about ADHD and I was listening to what that other guy was writing, it reminds me of, uh, you know, we have different friends. My wife has friends where it's like all of their kids are on Ritalin or some kind of ADHD medication, and they're wild. I mean, those kids, I feel like, I mean, they're not calm. They're, they're uh, I feel like the drug is actually doing a lot more harm than any kind of good. And then, like, in college, you know, people will take Ritalin and stuff to stay up all night and be focused. But that's all it is. It's a drug. It's like methamphetamine. Yeah, why would you give that to your kids? Exactly. Uh, I think it's a discipline problem. And I think we're treating it with chemicals. And I think we're doing it because a lot of teachers, not indicting all of them, but a lot of them seem to be too lazy or perhaps restricted by government rules to control these kids. And isn't it interesting that it's mostly boys? And that right. just that just doesn't make sense to me. Jeffrey, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Robert, good morning. How are you? Good morning, sir. Quick story. A friend of mine 20 years ago had a son that was, to put it bluntly, all boy. I mean, you know, this kid was everywhere. Um, gets into public school, you know, oh, he's got ADHD, he needs medicine. They put him on the meds for a while, uh, turned him into a zombie, basically. Then they got him into Catholic school, and about two months into Catholic school, they sent his medicine back home and says, he doesn't need this. You know, <laughs> the nun's right hurt on him, and guess what? Grades went up. He was an awesome kid. Yeah, like you it, said, it, the teachers don't want to deal with it. With this... Uh uh, this doctor uh, suggests 
is that when they prescribe this stuff, they they tell them during vacation, summer vacation, and all that, take them off the pills. Well, if this is a real yeah. problem, why would you do that? <laughs> exactly. So you're only supposed to use your insulin when you aren't on vacation, right? Yeah. You know, I mean... <laughs> doesn't make yeah, sense. It's, it's, boys will be boys. You know, my mother had, had two daughters and me, and she's like... You are totally different. <laughs> you know, I mean, we are. Yes. Boys are energetic and hyper, and you just got to ride herd on them. Yep, I, and I think that's what's going on there. They don't want to. It's just easier no. to call in the parents and say, you know, get them on some psychoactive drug. Yeah, and, and what's, what's going to happen, you know, 20 years down the road? Yeah, you know, that's how, exactly how right. How's affecting these kids? But thank you, All sir. Right. Thank you, Robert. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Julie, good morning. How are you? Good morning. So this whole discipline thing, that's thats why I was prompted to call, because I was a former teacher. And you know what? The whole mantra of school administrators and things was always, oh, this kid is a problem, and we have to get him on drugs, and blah, blah, blah. And, and yeah, it, it sort of you know, promotes itself in the beginning as a discipline problem because, you know, they're fidgety in their seats or they're making noise or they're trying to talk to their neighbor, whatever. Kids are still going to be kids. But here's what I found as a teacher, that when I moved that particular student up to a higher level, like math class or science class, they excelled. They had no problems with fidgeting. They were paying attention. They were engaged. And it's just one of those deals where we spend so much time pigeonholing students because of some ridiculous bubble test, as I call them. That's all they're doing is pigeonholing kids. It does not give the opportunity for anybody to know this kid can really learn this. Okay, Would he you can just... really sit down and, and do this. They don't want to admit that. And there are some classes they need to get the chip off their shoulder, and they need to put the kid in an upper level class. And what... they, I guarantee you, would see a difference. What you're telling me is that the classes are so boring; they're so they're not challenged. And when you challenge them, they concentrate. Yep. That's exactly what I'm saying to you. There are some people, and I don't mean to be mean, but there are some teachers that really have no right being in a classroom because they don't have the communication skills for the student. And it's unfortunate. Wow. But these kids are bored, and they have to be challenged. Otherwise, they're going to sit there and be like what we always like to call it, disruptive. Yeah, they're Drug bored. isn't the answer. They're bored because they're not challenged, and then they get in trouble. Yes. What is that old saying, an idle mind, the devil's playground? That's right. Julie, you thank you it. for the call. You bet. All right, glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. Up against the clock, quick break, more of your phone calls. And uh, there is a kid uh, that, well, really tells it like it is about his school. He was a freshman. That's coming up on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. Good morning. It is uh, 9.51. If you just turned the radio on, we're talking about ADHD. This uh, this doctor uh, is saying that that uh, it, it's, it's just ridiculous that we'd be prescribing uh, Ritalin and other drugs for these kids. It's a discipline problem. 
uh, and we're out of our minds to keep doing this. Uh, but And then we've got Jennifer Bukowski. She'll be with us about a half an hour from now uh, at 10.30. We're going to go over the uh, video that was uh, shown on Tucker Carlson's show, the January 6th uh, uh, incursion, if you will. Uh, but before we do that, Brian, uh, let's tell the folks what's going on with this tornado warning thing. Yeah, there is a statewide tornado drill today at 10 o'clock for the entire state of Missouri. A lot of uh, cities will be participating in this uh, including Boone County and the folks in Springfield as well. So if you hear the sirens here in about uh, eight minutes, it's just a test. Just a test. Uh, what happens if there's actually a tornado while they're running a test? Uh, that would be a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about I guess about everybody thing. is alerted, you know. Yeah, don't worry about a thing. It's just a test. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in Kansas anymore. All right, let's uh, go to the phones on ADHD. Chris is on the line. Chris, good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Hey, uh, so just wanted to give my two cents worth was exactly what it is. So when I was a kid, uh, they tried to put me on Ritalin. Um, and uh, I, as a child, you know, how self-aware are you? So I don't know that it did any good or not. Uh, I know after about a week of it, I just quit taking it. My parents didn't care. Uh, you know, one way or the other. Uh, my challenge in school was uh, really focused around my ability not, or my inability to maintain focus. Um, and I, I, I still, I still get that today. Any, at any moment, um, I've got, uh, I've got Def Leppard, Jan and Dean, Bach, uh, and Conway Twitty music going <laughs> on in my head simultaneously. Um, so uh, I, I I retired from the military, mostly a field uh, a field medic kind of thing. Deployed all over the world, dealt with chaos, and I thrive in chaos. I do very well in chaos. Um, after retirement, I settled into a it's an instructor job, but there's a lot of desk time with that, uh, and you cannot see my desk uh, because when I'm sitting there again. All those, all those different things are going on inside my head, and it's difficult for me to concentrate on the mundane tasks associated with paperwork. All those things that basically, well, if I don't get this done, no one's going to die. Um, <laughs> and so I, I went to, uh, I went to see my physician at the VA, uh, talked to them over a, over a series of months, did several interviews. And uh, elected to get on Ritalin, and I take uh, 10 milligrams of that twice a day as I need it. If I'm teaching, not an issue uh, because my brain can go where it needs to do. I'm very physically active, hands-on. But if I'm sitting behind my desk, if I know it's going to be a death day, if I don't take that medication, nothing gets done. Um, So uh, I don't know. Take it as what you will. Uh, (laughs) Everybody is... Everybody's geared a little different. Uh, I do know in cir- certain circumstances, uh, it helped me as an older adult. Uh, but as a child, I did not see any benefit to it whatsoever. So uh, that's my two cents. I wonder if there aren't some exercises that uh, you could learn uh, to train yourself without using the Ritalin. Well, so I'll, I'll tell you, when I, I, I know how to find my happy place. There were some very uh, bad experiences in some of my training. I, I was uh, I was very uh, fortunate to get to work in some of the areas of psychological warfare, and you were put into some very, uh, very uncomfortable uh, and sensory-depriving, sensory overload um, 
neglected positions, if you will. And so you learn how to find your happy place. But again, it was the chaos inside my brain that I was able to focus on um, that distracted me from the moment, from the things that I was experiencing in that time. Um, I can't, maybe there are some. I, I know I can't use what I used to use in those moments. <laughs> Uh, sitting behind a desk, I'm sure people would freak out and think, what in the world is this guy doing? Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe so. I don't know. I just I haven't seen any resources out there available uh, for such. Yeah, maybe that's where we should be putting our, uh, our energy. But it works for you, and that's a good thing. And I want to thank you for your service. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Enjoy the show every day. You guys are great. Thank you, Chris. We enjoy having you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, let's see. Uh, what about college kids that take drugs to study? Uh, that's Gary. Justin, I agree with you on the schools and teachers on ADHD. As a parent, I've seen the quality of teachers go downhill. I used to not like old teachers from back in my day. Now I wish my kid had old teachers. Some of the teachers now haven't even uh, had their own kids. How are they supposed to teach my kid? Thank you for what you do. Uh, Stephen, uh, January 6th Democrats, this is uh, what real insurrection looks like. Not some guy in a bison hat walking around the American flag uh, taking selfies. James, my apologies. This is the uh, caller who we, we couldn't uh, hear his, uh, his audio. My apologies for the bad phone connections with ADHD. The government schools, in their infinite wisdom, believe it is normal for a 6- to 10-year-old boy to sit behind a desk and shut up for two hours at a stretch. If they can't or won't do it, then they're given powerful amphetamine, which would land you in prison for merely possessing back in the 80s and 90s. This is part of their conditioning for a lifelong period of complacency when they need to order, when they need uh, in order to, to control the masses. Uh, the whole thing is based on a premise that our children should be like little robots. Uh, let's see. Sandy says boys have testosterone. They need more to keep them busy. Uh, Michael says uh, that put me on Ritalin when I was a kid. They called them my happy pills. I flushed them down the toilet. Okay. Uh, speaking of schools, Minnesota teen leaves woke school board speechless. Uh, we've got the audio. We'll play that. In uh, about 30 minutes, Jennifer Bukowski Tucker Carlson played some video from the January 6th event. Didn't it all look like what people thought it should? And Jill Biden doesn't like anybody to question Joe's mental capacity. All coming up on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. 